即係我以前成日都覺得，誒、哎、我都都唔知整整整得翻啊咩？咁但係我而家都有信心，即係咁覺得係整得翻。就要慢慢嚟咯。佢話做呢啲手術要唔唔急得嘅，要一步一步嚟。Because this was a high-velocity gun bullet injury from very close quarters. 但做埋就呢兩次教授就俾咗啲，即係佢擺咗啲舊嘢喺度，咁啊就。就個個星期去打啲藥入去，咁就又伸咗啲皮出嚟，咁用啲皮咧就掹翻原以前嗰啲舊疤，咁啊就好咗好多。She will look beautiful again. She will. 咁我自己見到我都幾，我我我同阿教授講，我見到我嗰啲姑我都幾好嚇。Over thirty years I've been involved in clinical care, and I'm doing it not because I like it. I hate it. It's terrible. I went to university uh, actually wanting to be a writer, not knowing anything about medicine. And it was only uh, when I was invited to leave that I realized how important it was to me. I mentioned about sort of taking a different route because I went abroad to work in uh, uh, Guatemala um, and had this amazing uh, life-turning event of it being uh, appointed as the sole doctor uh, to look after a relief hospital set up after a terrible earthquake. This little boy came in, named Jonathan Otty, with serious burns, but within five days he was dead. Nobody knew what had happened to him. One of the things that's always motivated me in medicine is to deal with things that other people can't deal with. He has been a real inspiration for me to care for burns patients. When I went to a, a national meeting of plastic surgeons in the UK, I thought I'd gone into the lecture theatre for lawyers. Because they're all there in their three-piece suits, gold bracelets. It just smacked of money, and that's when I learned.、Uh, and there is the cosmetic surgeon, there is the reconstructive surgeon. In Bristol, where I was working before I came here,、um, there was some rationalisation of the care of patients, which I didn't agree with,、uh, and the management really couldn't cope with it and tried to blame it on me. I had lost my faith in the British National Health Service. And so I had to leave the UK, and somebody told me about this job at the Chinese University of Hong Kong.、Um, it, to me, it was a dream job. It was teaching, which I love. It was research, which I love. It was、uh, clinical service, which I love. And they also expect you to be involved in the community, which I love too. I think I think it could be a win-win situation for for, for his group. She's going to be coming somewhere here.、Uh, in terms of,、uh, madam. Okay. Okay. She was the victim of a terrible acid assault、uh, event in in the mainland.、Uh, she was treated there initially, and then she came down to us, funded by the Hong Kong Burn Foundation. This is first. 係啦，第一次開始做手，做一啲功能性啲嘅嘢先嘅，然後先做個臉面啊嗰啲咁嘅。教授似唔似我啊？你家姐嚟㗎？邊個啊？你家姐嚟㗎嘛？唔係我。嚟嚟嚟，介紹。哇，寶寶。
。我先给你们介绍，他是叫周瑜博，啊，我的国语讲得不好。这个呢就是要吴双华。吴双华。这个是瑜宝妈妈。Do you wear glasses? Do you wear? You're very adaptable because I think this had happened when we were very young, wasn't it? When you so you had learned to write very well. You're free. Bobo, he's a lovely guy. You know, when I first met him, he was really quite young, but he had a lot of energy, enthusiasm, great sense of humour. We still got a way to go. He's he's a bad scar former. I feel so proud of this young man who now towers over me um, and he's, he's very wise, I think, for his age, uh, very worldly, and I think he's going to make a real impact on, on uh, the people that he comes into touch with. So he's a lovely guy. Now, will you say, don't show that for a young man. It's a one-month, born a one-month like this. I think it's a one-month. 连那个扫地都是这样看的，很开心啊！我很奇怪，这是这是怎么回事啊？就是一个人怎么可以跟大家这样子？他没有帮他干嘛，他给别人的感觉，我知道他在努力营造一种很欢乐的气氛，这是我从他身上学到的。我这里也是做过啊。对啊。你像我嘴巴这么小，好像个金鱼这么小。对啊。这时候教授在这里，这里看一下，这看一下这大的。I feel compelled to go in a certain direction. I don't quite know why. I've been devastated by things that have happened to me uh, in the short term, but when I look back in the longer term perspective, I realize you know, that event that occurred, uh, very painful at the time, very uh, distressing at the time, very uh, demoralizing at the time, has actually made me much stronger. I, I then begin to understand that uh, there must be some grand plan. And I call that karma. And we'll keep in touch because you are, you, he is one of my family. All, all the people I operate on are my family. He was involved in a terrible uh, injury where he was burnt by a burning mosquito net that wrapped around him and he had to pull this off. And that's why he destroyed his hands. Badly burned on his face, lost all his hair, uh, all of his back is, is scarred. But this hand, he, he, not so functional, would be to put another toe on here. The number of people in Hong Kong who develop burns has actually dropped quite significantly over the last 10 years. I think by treating these children from mainland China, it gives me a wonderful opportunity to train the next generation of burn surgeons in techniques that may be needed for children in Hong Kong, for adults in Hong Kong. So I think we're, we're gaining as much as we're giving by treating these children. When I came to Hong Kong in uh, 1999, we had a Burns unit that was down on the ground floor away from the rest of the clinical areas of the hospital. But I was asked when they were proposing a new hospital, I told the architects that you know, the Burns Centre should be right in the centre of the hospital. This is where we're treating the sickest, critically ill patients. And I think the HA has done a tremendous job 
giving this facility to us to provide the care to the people of Hong Kong. It is the only purpose-built burn centre in Hong Kong, and this is the only skin bank in Hong Kong. Creative 所以你覺得好像他每天都很有氣質 其實他做的事是不只是在醫院裡面做 Yes, I can't say no. And the problem is, if you take on too much, uh, you don't achieve a single thing at the highest level that you'd like to achieve. And that's a problem, because I want to achieve excellence in what I do. Uh, there are only 24 hours in a day, and, and I'm a 48-hour-a-day person, really. So I'm learning. Too late in my life, but I'm learning. Because he is so many. There is no retirement. And uh, all you do is just move from one job to another. Uh, I will move into uh, another phase of uh, public health medicine, which is uh, why I'm doing this further training. This is the, this is the entrance foyer of the, uh, the School of Public Health. And that was pretty difficult, really, for... Uh, yeah, when, you, when you're with a class of students who are sort of 40 years younger than you are. Yes, I was lucky enough to, uh, to pass exams. I met him in the changing room of, the, uh, of this uh, operating theatre. It should be almost 15 years ago, I think. I was very interested because he had an interest in very complicated wounds and he's an extremely passionate, devoted, uh, caring person and whatever he does. You're thirsty. Maybe you want to drink. <laughs> Wee! Whoa! Well, 
EB stands for epidermolysis pilosa. That's the most difficult bit. Okay, it is an inherited skin condition which results in the outer layer of the skin not really attaching to the deep layer of the skin. And so you just rub lightly on the skin and it will blister and fall off. So obviously it was a very distressing time and um, later we found out that he had a very severe genetically inherited skin condition called epidermolysis bullosa. It, it really is life-changing having a child with, with special needs. We learned that many doctors didn't have much experience with, the, with, with this condition either. So soon after that, we, we met with Professor Bird, and he told us what he wanted to do, how he wanted to heal Ethan's legs. He held our hand throughout the whole experience, um, and you know, for that we were, we were very grateful. He was never sort of obliged to, to take on uh, the case of Shun Shun, um, but whose family um, didn't have the capability to support. Um, but Dr. Bird did that and uh, voluntarily and I think, you know, without Dr. Bird, Shun Shun wouldn't have, wouldn't have made it. He wouldn't have survived very long. And it's a genetic condition. There's no cure. And he's like this from the day he was born until the day he dies. And so he has to have these protective bandages, uh, has dressings every day. He's in pain, he's in discomfort. He gets blisters on his face and his mouth and his throat. It's difficult to eat. It's a terrible, terrible condition. It's really affected us tremendously in positive ways and in negative ways. I mean, it's, it's a tremendous drain on our financial resources. It's a drain on our time. Um, it's, it's a tremendous drain emotionally. Um, I stopped working when Ethan was about three years old. Um, to take uh, better care of him, to, to spend full time with him. You know, for a long time, I was depressed. I had to seek help from a clinical psychologist. But on the other hand, in many ways, it's enriched our life. Uh, my relationship to my wife has become much more stronger. It's been just, just caring for somebody like Ethan and seeing him work so hard. He's had to, he's had to fight a lot of challenges. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> I'm just very, I'm very proud of him. So. <laughs> we have known about the problem of epidermolysis bullosa for some time, uh, and we have been wanting to uh, further our research in that area. Uh, but we've been unsuccessful in our grant applications. It's not the science that's the problem, it's the relevance in terms of the number of patients that may benefit from this research allocation. For example, uh, we have bandages. One bandage is silicon-based, very soft. If you have a lot of bandages, it's very cheap. It's very this is understandable. If their families can't take care of them, you know, Professor Bird, you know, he voluntarily 
uh, takes up these cases. Yeah. We hope that there are a lot of people that, that have uh, a heart like his. Right. Marmite, everybody. <laughs> Sometimes you have to be very forceful. Sometimes you have to be very persuasive. Sometimes you have no choice. You have to just accept reality. So what we decided uh, was that we've got to find some other means, some other way of funding the research and funding the care of the children. Mr. Bird is the one who is going to uh, run the, uh, the center at the Prince of Wales Hospital. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is a, what I call nature's cruelest uh, inherited skin condition uh, with no cure at this time. I saw the heart and I saw the suture. But it is a heart as well. A wine tasting and a wine auction as a rather exclusive event as the first formal fundraising uh, activity. In front of you, you have the notes on the auction wines. We raise a very significant amount of money from the very generous people that uh, supported it. And it's got people's uh, attention. And so now they're looking forward to next year's wine auction. Thank you. I realized that film is a great medium for telling a story very quickly. And really it was partly through the epidemolysis bullosa, the boys, uh, that we've treated, and realized that you know, if we could put together something about each of them in a concise pictorial sort of way with some overlay with uh, text, then we can actually tell a story that touches people's hearts. It's one of nature's cruelest inherited skin conditions. This is the story of three boys from Hong Kong. I'm doing this from, again, a very naive perspective. Of course, the rough cut that went off to uh, Can uh, was terrible. Uh, and they very nicely rejected it. Surgery is just one part of it. Uh, you need to get people around you, you need to get resources around you. People think that all this is for you, the surgeon, but actually it is for the patients. We've just had very exciting news in that respect, that uh, we've now got the approval of the Ethical Committee uh, of the Chinese University and Prince of Wales Hospital to, uh, to treat him with novel stem cell strategies, which dramatically alter his quality of life. And that is my ambition. We, we think about one per million population. You know, seven million people in Hong Kong, seven children with recessive dystrophic epidemolysis bullosa. There are so few of them that to um, spend resources on these kids, you'd need to spend a lot of money and uh, for, for very few patients. Very complex maneuvering, very, very complex negotiation. Then, of course, we've got uh, this corporate sponsor who's now sort of involved. Uh, and they're going to help us. Uh, and they invited us out to Singapore. We're over here in Singapore to try and uh, raise money for the Hong Kong Children's Skin Foundation. We were invited to come along to present the foundation, uh, what it's doing, what its purpose is, what its mission is. They were having a charity fundraising auction. 
this is there with the white uh, across the proper box. I will go to the end of the earth to try and raise funds to make this uh, work, this uh, mission that we have to treat children with very desperate, debilitating skin diseases. These children occur in every corner of the planet. And uh, if there are people who are willing to help us, uh, wanting to help us, then I will go to speak to them about what we want to do, how we want to do it, and how they can help. So it's certainly not restricted to Hong Kong, not restricted to Asia. I'll go anywhere. Please welcome back Professor Bird. Total of That was for you.